Happy Monday! Today we're gonna talk about wordsmithing. See you inside. Okay, wordsmithing. Wordsmithing. Well, this sounds like we're going back to primary school, right? I remember this word, this term, but I didn't notice the importance of it. Just like a lot of stuff, you know, back before the internet where you had direct marketing. People don't realize the underlining of internet marketing is actually direct marketing. Where, not in a lot of countries, but in developed countries, you will have like direct mail. That's basically direct mail is on the internet and that's what's making the money. So when we're coming to sales, we have to be very conscious of the basic. And one of the basic is word smitten. For example, you're going to use a word like, um, I can do this service for you, you at this price, and it will cost you this, or the fee is this. Now, these are very common words that we tend to use, but... You will know if you think about it for a second that using such word like this, these have negative connotations. And we always want to be in a positive state of mind because whatever you give people, that is a state that they assume. So here in the word price, price is really like a neutral term. But if you hear the word like fee, normally when you have to pay a fee, it's always like a late fee. You know, it's, it's, it's more connected to things of penalty. When you hear of costs, you know, if you do this, it's going to cost you this much, right? So it's like a one-way transaction. It's more like um, losing when you use the word cost. Obviously, you don't mean that, but the more popular use of the term will make costs in that way, one-way transaction, more upfront than what you really want to communicate, right? So a better word would be investment because Use for the school system. You know, when you apply to go to university or whichever program that you're taking, right? And uh, you pay, you pay the, the fee to go in, right? But normally when you're on the stock market, you say investment. So when you say investment, it gives you the idea that that, okay, I have this asset, I have this money, I'm going to get more. So when you look on school, it's an exchange of good and service, but it costs you. So you're saying, okay, I am going to go to school. You know the benefits of it, but using the word cost kind of indicates also that... Um, kind of indicates that um, I'm going to pay this fee and because I'm in school, I will not able to do certain, certain things. But when you say investment, 
like people who have the capacity to invest they are happy because they're glad that they actually have this asset so that they, they, they actually want to invest so you can see where these words though they're the same because you invest in your education you invest in stocks and bonds but for what reason which is about the word smith you get more excited about investing than paying a fee or a cost so be careful of words like that words like expensive expensive denotes a negative connotation also because expensive it's saying that okay it's out of your price range or maybe the value doesn't meet the the cost right so therefore when you say expensive you just mean that the value is not enough but put it this way if you get say like uh somebody selling your course for fifty thousand dollars right fifty thousand dollars then some people look at it based on your wallet obviously would say oh that's that's expensive right however if your university fee is fifty thousand dollars then you're gonna say wow that's cheap plus or minus different currency obviously guys but we're just saying showing you the difference if the one course is fifty thousand versus the entire college tuition it's the same money but you feel less risk averse to your investment so the word expensive you have to be careful of it because it needs to show the value of the product and when you use words in expensive then people kind of have the idea that the good is not worth the price point so we need to go back into our primary school level junior junior high school level elementary school level and really need to think about these words because we may not even be thinking about it on the forefront right but it reads into our mind as this you know the subconscious mind is taking in this information and it is processing it as this so you want to be careful of your words words and terms in sales that denote threat versus desires right so when you give a threat the word threat in itself indicates fright or fear and nobody necessarily like fear though people are moved by fear because of fear of loss it raise anxiety the blood pressure so it's not a meaningful long satisfying satisfaction or desire but when you said okay i will give you this because it will match your desire for this it's more it's more acceptable it's softer and it more brings a smile than a threat because in a threat you are somewhat feeling forced 
right? And you will move to action with force, but it leaves like a negative feeling in the background, which can grow resentment. But when it's a desire, when you're told that if you do X, it will allow you to have this desire that you already have. It will allow you to meet the desire. Then you can reflect on, yes, I wanted the desire from yay not. And now I'm going to get to experience this desire. And it makes that experience more tolerable because it makes you look forward to it. Because finally, you're going to get what you want. So be careful of using words that denote threat and use more words as talking about desires. Okay, influence versus persuasion. Now you may ask that's which one is... Hours. Yeah, that's my, my, my clock. Sorry about that. Influence versus persuasion. You might say which one is better than the other. Now, a lot of us will say um, influence because, you know, you can influence someone to action. And to have influence takes a, per, a certain character that you have to build over time. You have to have um, rapport with the person, trust. But at the same time, you need both, right? Influence is like a pull. Persuasion is more of a push, and remember, we want people to have a desired experience in something that they, that they naturally desire for themselves. You don't want to create something artificial because if it's artificial, then it will be short-lived. Okay? So you want to influence them in a desire that they want to go. So they're persuaded to do it now and they will feel satisfied because it's something that was within them from before. Okay, so they needed that pull with the influence and they needed that persuasion with the push, which was already a part of them, which will make them a happier customer. So things like this, we need to think about, you know, um, like what you, what you're going to want to do, basically, like what they would have done anyway, right? Which is a better way of talking to people because everyone has this desire and these, and they, they want someone to help them to pull it out so if you are this person who can communicate with them in this way and they can see the value then whatever you are selling although it will manifest what they're looking for what you would have done is selling them on you and not necessarily the product which is more important right because there's a lot of smart people nowadays, right? And there's a lot of good products. But products is not what people want, okay? People are looking for communication. People are looking for um, how you make me feel, right? Because if you really think about it, how much smart people you know with so much talent, right? And then you go to the store and you 
say say you're trying to buy like a pottery right and you may go to the store because it's accessible and uh, you know that um you know a friend who was doing pottery and he loves it but yet still you're going to the store to buy this pottery why you know what your friend has is of high quality because you know he pays attention to it but what you're buying actually from the store is availability accessibility you know you're buying the values of the store you can go in there you will see all size and shape you will get it today you will get it wrapped up so that is what you're buying. You're not necessarily buying the pottery because you already know you could get a better product. But yet still that store would sell thousands of that pottery while you are well aware that there are people there doing it and they will do a better job sometimes at the same cost or lower cost. But, but what you're really looking for as a customer is the value that this store is providing for you. So therefore, that is what you go and shop for. You're not necessarily shopping for the pottery. Okay? So that's just one example of it. Okay, so I hope you like my explanation of wordsmithing today. Try it out. Um, there are words even that we use. Not talking about wordsmithing, but I guess it have a little bit about it too. Like that also denotes negative connotations. And we use it so often that we don't even realize like things like no problem. I mean, it's so cliche to, it's to say it, you know, we're so used to, we don't think anything is wrong with it. But our body, it tends a little when we hear the word problem. Because when you hear the word problem, you already know what it means. And it just sends a signal in your body. But when you say, my pleasure, then what the brain hear is this word pleasure. And they visualize and they feel the pleasure within them. So this is how you talk to people. You try to give positive words. Because this is what they will, this is what they will experience from you. And if you want them to feel good for a long-term period, you use these positive things because people are attracted to feeling. What they are trying to go after is the person who makes them feel accomplished, makes them feel good. So it all goes back to the basic of how do you make me feel? <laughs> so, you know, I hope you enjoy this this talk today and we'll see you tomorrow ciao thank you for listening today we did a little bit of wordsmithing i hope you understand that the, how word is really powerful you know some some books say the, the bible say how powerful words are and we don't even realize how important these simple things are, these simple basic things are. And today we covered like price, cost, expense, so forth. Okay, until tomorrow. Ciao.